Rebel Nation, are you ready? It's time for the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. He gets the blocks he needs. He's in the end zone. Touchdown, Ole Miss. Trade in the middle. It's a first down and more. See you later. It's going to be a touchdown for Judkins. Right up the middle, David. Big gaping hole opened up, and Judkins just burst through there. Gary Darby, Chuck Roundsville, Yancey Porter, and Gordon Ford bring you the latest on everything going on with Ole Miss Athletics. Gets control and the dunk. Oh, my. Don't sit on the sidelines. Be part of the show. Text in your questions or comments at 662-426-1093. That's 662-426-1093. I guess you don't have to, but you need to. He hits one high and deep left field. Kane shading the eyes at the track, and it is gone. Let's get to it. Here's your host, Gary Darby. Well, hello, friends. 33-7 Ole Miss over Vandy to... Get to seven and one on the season, improve it to four and one in the SEC. Gary Chuck and Yancey to talk about it. How are we, men? Doing great. Seven awesome. and one's awesome. Yeah, I'm glad Vandy's off the schedule, though. I know everybody wants the easy games, so to speak, of playing Vandy, but man, I'm I'm glad they're off the schedule. I don't really care one way or the other. <laughs> well, it's five straight wins over them now, so <laughs> yeah, I know. But just yeah. uh, I mean, it's you know, it's like. I- Playing a Jeep Harry team. and I were talking at the press conference today. I, I, I don't know why they're still in the SEC. I, I mean, they, <laughs> well, they're good they at basketball and baseball. We no, talked they, about it. Ain't in, good in basketball anymore. We talked about it in the back room. GPA and the and the guys get to go there and get a, a grad degree, right? Yeah, you know. Yeah, but man, they just they got to be getting tired of just getting their brains beaten out every every week in football. Golly, for years. Yeah. How would you feel for, as an athlete going into the season knowing you have no hope whatsoever of a even a bowl game normally? Right. I yeah. don't know. I know. Our text message line is 662-426-1093 where we have a few things already. The first part of the show is brought to you by First South Farm Credit. 100 years of experience supporting rural communities in agriculture. They're ready to guide you through that financial journey at First South Farm Credit. Coming up on the show today, we'll get to those text messages, look into the injury report, some Ole Miss news, recruiting news, the C Spire trophy list, got the good, bad, and the ugly. Harry Harrison will join us in the second half to discuss uh, the the upcoming game against Texas A&M, as will from Texas or texags.com, David Sandhop. So that's what we have for you today. Big matchup. You know, I mean, everybody's pointed that Georgia game, but you got to get through this one first. And A&M is a really, really strong defensively on all three levels. Uh, and they got a couple big time NFL receivers and NFL backs. So, you know, it's going to be a, it's going to be a. So, which raises the question, which I wanted to ask Lane today, but I, I didn't have the guts because I, I, I'm afraid he'd say something bad about Jimbo Fisher. <laughs> if they're so talented and they've got an NFL roster and all this hoopla, why are they five and three? Well, one, they got Jimbo's head coach. <laughs> well, that, that's what I was afraid he was going to say. And two, their quarterback got hurt. You I, know, so. I would say that but Max Johnson's beaten yeah. you before. I was going to say I mean, Max Johnson's okay. starting a lot of football games yeah. in this league. Yeah. yeah. With that offensive line and those other players, serviceable enough. I still don't know how they've lost three. You're right. I, Matt Johnson won at LSU against yeah. Ole Miss in 2020. That's right. Yep. 
All right, now let's get to the five things of Yancey's brought to you by Outback Steakhouse. Our friend Steve Grantham has nine of those in the states of Mississippi and Tennessee. First off, Ole Miss wide receiver Dayton Wade has been the biggest unsung hero since he transferred from Western Kentucky to Ole Miss two years ago. Saturday, he put on a show with one of the best catches these eyes have ever laid on. Thought number two, the Ole Miss defense has become a team strength. They have gone from the number 81-ranked defense in the country before the four-game winning streak to the number 41 defense and points allowed per game at just over 21. Thought number three, when Jackson Dart is off like he was for the better part of the Vandy game, just feed it to Quinshawn Judkins. Thought number four, speaking of Dart, the Rebels will need him to be in sync against A&M. The Aggies have a top 15 ranked rush defense, top 15 ranked pass defense, and the number seven overall ranked defense. The Rebels must be balanced Saturday against A&M Saturday to come out with the dub. And the last thought of today, I predict Ole Miss has its most complete game of the season Saturday. There is no love loss with Kiffin and Jimbo. Look for Lane to make it 3-0 and against Jimbo Saturday. Mm. All right. Went through those kind of quick, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Uh, again, Darts, he's, you know, he hasn't been off that much this season, but he was against Fandy, right? And he just needs to get back in sync. He just had one of those days against Fandy, and, and I think Ole Miss is going to be in good shape, and I really think that Lane is going to have a great game playing on both sides of the ball for this game Saturday. I concur. I, you know, speaking of quick, like when I got done with the post game show, usually you get out on the highways and the highway patrolmen are still everywhere. I mean, it was side. They were, everybody was gone. Gone. Like yeah. where where where'd these people go? Like usually there's Vandy. Five, there's right. I was, That's why I'm glad going back to schedule. your point, right? Yeah. Kind of usually you get out there. There's still five or six hanging around every exit on six. There wasn't a soul. There was nothing by the time we got out of there. Well, Vandy only brings parents and girlfriends. (laughs) And the way they play now, they don't have many girlfriends, I can't imagine. And for the first time, the students kind of left us there in the second half of the game. Yeah, I mean, that's that's today's society. I mean, you're playing a team like Vandy, 26-0 at half, homecoming, at night. Everybody (laughs) wants to get to their dates and dinners and all that kind of stuff. They're going to be gone. Again, Vandy just brings zero to the table. Anybody anybody that's criticized our crowds this year is not making any sense whatsoever. They've been great. Yep. We'll talk about A&M next with David Sandhop. Stay with us. When you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find your road. What does the farm mean to you? Maybe it's a piece of land for production, crops, or cattle. Or maybe the farm is just a place you can go to relax or enjoy the outdoors. Whatever the farm means to you, First South Farm Credit can help you finance or refinance that perfect piece of land. We've been financing farms and land since 1916 with competitive rates and flexible terms. For more information, go to FirstSouthLand.com. Equal housing lender. 
Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate. If you're in the market for a fine piece of jewelry, there's only one name to know. Van Atkins. Serving its customers since 1939, Van Atkins has been voted the best estate jeweler in Mississippi multiple times. With great locations to serve you in historic downtown New Albany and on the square in Oxford, Van Atkins is the place to go. Whether it's a piece for yourself or for that special someone, Van Atkins is the easy decision. And like Chuck always says, you know she's worth it. Oxford Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family. From dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. Campbell Clinic Orthopedics, a national and international leader in musculoskeletal care, are the ones to trust when it comes to orthopedic needs, such as sports medicine, pediatrics, hip and knee, spine, shoulder and elbow, foot and ankle, hand and wrist, as well as cast and x-ray services, along with a physical therapy department. To make an appointment, call 901-759-3111 or schedule online now at www.campbellclinicoxford.com. They also offer a convenient weekly walk-in clinic Monday through Friday from 7.30 a.m. until 4 p.m. Campbell Clinic Oxford, located at 20. 608 South Lamar Boulevard. You're listening to the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. The Feliz Group is our partner in retirement. Nearly two decades of expertise in helping retirees invest and distribute their savings. They continue to provide clients with unparalleled levels of services and deliver results. They have locations in Ridgeland. Oxford, Little Rock, Baton Rouge. Give them a call, toll-free 1-877-327-3735. I'm Gary Chuck Yancey, all in here together as we do the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline, and we welcome in David Sandhop from TexAgs.com. David, good evening. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? Doing awesome, David. Tell me the the atmosphere right now of A&M coming to Ole Miss uh, this weekend, a lot still on the table for Texas A&M. What's the excitement level over there for this matchup? Well, I don't think there's a whole lot of excitement uh, by the fan base in large just because the uh, you know the Aggies just haven't been playing that well. Even even with the victory over South Carolina, uh, you know, it took a while for the team to get going and, uh, you know, they just, it, it just uh, there really hadn't been a lot of excitement since the back-to-back losses to uh, Alabama and Tennessee. David, how is this team? I mean, I look at film, and I'm not very good at what I'm looking at. Don't don't beat me wrong. I'm not a coach, but I mean, even I can see excellent talent. What? Why? How is this team five and three? Well, I mean, you have to look at uh, at where that talent is and how it's distributed. And I know that. A lot of people, that's the, the national narrative, is just how talented uh, Texas A&M is. And they are talented. 
in areas. Uh, the the front seven uh, on in, on the defense. Uh, you know they have a couple good receivers here and there, but by and large, you know it's not uh, it's not evenly spread. Uh, the secondary has by and large been pretty weak. Offensive line uh, has really struggled. And uh, that's really not where the elite talent is. The elite talent is, like I said, is located in the front seven on the, on the defensive end, is by and large. David, uh, DJ Darkin was at Ole Miss for a few years under Lane Kiffin. How, in your eyes, what kind of job is he doing down there? Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't hear that. Uh, Darkin, the defensive coordinator there at A&M, was at Ole Miss for a couple years under, under Kiffin. What kind of job, in your eyes, is he doing down there at, at A&M? Well, I think, uh, you know, there was, uh, especially, uh, probably in the last, uh, you know, 10 to 12 games, it, the defense has really come on in general, especially, uh, here in the last, uh, you know, month or two. The, uh, the defense, like I said, the front seven is, uh, is really been outstanding. They've had, uh, a lot of five-star talent on the defensive line. And what's really improved is really the linebacking play. Uh, Edrin Cooper, who was actually of, of all, everybody talks about the talent. Edrin Cooper was, uh, you know, a pretty average three star prospect coming in as a linebacker and has really blossomed here, uh, in his junior season. And I think he was, uh, uh, I've seen, I mean, he was, I think, SEC play, uh, de- uh, defensive player of the week this week. I think you're going to start seeing pop up on some, all, uh, some, um, you know, all American lists and things like that. Uh, and then they have a freshman, Torian York, who's really come on. So, uh, the, uh, and he was a three star as well. Uh, but I think the, the, uh, the front seven has really, uh, helped this defense and Durkin, especially at the linebacker spot, you can really see that he has brought along that group, uh, pretty well. How are Bobby and Jimbo getting along with this new arrangement? Um, and how do you feel like the offense is? changed or is better or worse or whatever under Bobby Petrino? Uh, well, how they're getting along, we don't know. We don't uh, hear a whole <laughs> lot about their relationship. That's kind of <laughs> under wraps. But uh, as far as the offense, it's and that's really where A&M has struggled this year. And uh, you know, it's, it's hard to it's hard to pinpoint. It, it, you know, is it is it Jimbo? Is it uh, Coach Petrino? Uh, where I see the issues is that, uh, you know, Max Johnson, uh, is really limited in what he can do. He's, uh, he's got a real slow release. He has a hard time recognizing, uh, uh, coverages and looking downfield. And he's a statue in the, in the pocket. And uh, his offensive line hasn't been great at, by any stretch. But, uh, you know, there have been a lot of times where, uh, he gets sacked, or there's some bad things that happen, uh, and a lot of it is really uh, self-inflicted by you know by Max. He just takes so so long to get rid of the ball, and so that's really kind of limited what to what they could do. And then the run game has really been disappointing as well. So I, I think you know the the offense overall has been the Achilles' heel uh, for this A and M team, and, and it struggled. There hadn't been a, a lot of improvement since last year. David, we've seen Lane take some jabs at Jimbo through the years. What what is what is the feeling around there about their relationship and, and Jimbo's feelings towards Lane? Well, I think um, I think A and M fans certainly see that there's uh, that there's something there, especially with uh, like you said, uh, Kiffin likes to 
have some backhanded comments. Um, I think he had another one in the in the in the presser this week that sounded really nice, but was uh, if you really look at the true meaning behind it, you can say he's. Uh, um, I think he uh, took a shot to Jimbo through his comments on Bobby Petrino. And it talks a lot about the talent, as a lot of people do, uh, obviously intimating that the coaching is uh, certainly limiting that talent. So I think that, that um, you know, I think A&M fans and people around the program see that. But really, with the, the mood of, the, of the, the fan base right now, it's not a negative on Kiffin. It's kind of like, well, what do you expect? type of uh, situation. So, uh, but it'll be interesting to see how this develops uh, on Saturday. You know, speaking of that, with the Jimbo factor, how much has it worn the team down in the program in general with so much talk about Jimbo and disappointment and the buyout rates and all that? What, what's the feeling or your feeling around that issue? Uh, you know, there's certainly been a lot of talk. Uh, you know, a lot of the talk is, is message board right now. I don't think uh, there's, at least as yet, been serious discussion on what a buyout would look like and uh, you know, who's going to come up with the you know, $70 million and so forth. Uh, I would say, had I think last Saturday, had uh, A&M fallen to South Carolina, that talk would be really loud right now. But I think so, they're, they're looking at it for the next four weeks. We'll see how it goes. Uh, if um, I think it will certainly help uh, Jimbo Fisher's uh, situation if he can defeat uh, either Ole Miss or LSU on the road. And the expectation is they should win at home against Mississippi State. And then the I think they play Abilene Christian as their non-conference November game. So what is anybody saying – Jimbo's record is basically the same as Kevin Sumlin's, or, or, or are they just saying he's going to do better in the future? No, no, I think there's certainly uh, a lot of people are talking now. It's like what, uh, you know, there's been a lot of investment, and where's the, the, where's the return? No, I would say overall the, uh, the, the fan base is not happy right now. Uh, but I guess what I'm saying is for the people that count, the athletic director, uh, the uh, – uh, president of university, and more importantly, the uh, the donors that matter. Uh, we have we've heard grumblings, but we have not heard that uh, there there is an, a formal, uh, I guess, uh, a formal movement to, to to do anything about that buyout yet. David, to this weekend's matchup, what in your eyes, what, what's one or two key things A and M has to achieve to win that game? I think for for A and M, uh, they've they've got to win the turnover battle. Uh, you know this uh, the offense just is not equipped to try to overcome giving the ball a time or two. Uh, I think uh, I think that uh, certainly Ole Miss will try to run the ball. I think that's that's that, that's A and M's best matchup is against the run. I think the key is. Um, uh, and where A&M could be weak is on some play action and some throws downfield. The, the defensive end, or excuse me, the defensive uh, backfield has not really been tested the last few weeks because A&M hasn't played uh, teams that could really hurt them with the with the passing game. So uh, they're they're susceptible in the in the secondary, but up front, front seven has been really playing well. So it'll be interesting to see how uh, Kippen uh, matches up with that. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. Take Appreciate care, it so much, David.
All right. Take care. Can you imagine years of hard work and saving, and now you're worried about outliving your retirement savings? Paxton Faris and the Faris Group have over 20 years and a process working towards success, not stress, after retirement. To know how you can truly enjoy a level of comfort and security, talk to the Faris Group. Retirement should be stress-free, not stressful. The Faris Group, farisgroup.com, offices in Oxford and Jackson. The Faris Group, your partner in retirement. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, and SIPC. Big Delta Power Sports on Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville celebrates 20 years in business this year. Check out the great selection now of major brands like Honda, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha, and Kawasaki. Featuring the most fun off the road and on the road. Motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides. Zero-turn mowers. Plus, you'll find generators by Honda and Polaris. And Big Delta is your steel power equipment dealer. Celebrating 20 years in business, whether it's work or play. Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. Outback Steakhouse knows steak. Even better, the grills are always hot and ready for your favorites. There's nothing better than pairing a bold steak with a bloomin' onion and one of our signature cocktails. Drop in for a great lunch or dinner anytime for awesome food and a bloomin' good time. Either way, Outback has your back. Visit their locations in Tupelo, Hattiesburg, Meridian, South Haven, D'Auberville, and Floyd, Mississippi. Also serving Jackson and Cordova, Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. House cleaning is just one of those things you gotta do. But life is busy, and the great folks at Brittany's Cleaning Services understand that and are here to help. They provide professional cleaning services for residential, commercial, and rental properties. Reliable, honest, experienced cleaners with affordable pricing. Servicing Olive Branch, Tupelo, Water Valley, Bruce, Holly Springs, Pontotoc, Oxford, Baylor, New Albany, South Haven, Senatobia, and Batesville. Call for more information at 662-202-8868 and follow them on social media. That's Brittany's Cleaning Services, LLC. Hey, Rebel fans, want to be more involved with Ole Miss? Well, join the Grove Collective, the exclusive Ole Miss NIL program. With the new name, image, and likeness law, Rebel fans now have the opportunities to support and elevate Ole Miss student-athletes, and the Grove Collective has created a unified portal to amplify that support. As part of the Grove Collective, your support opens access to special events, fan experiences, merchandise, and marketing opportunities with student-athletes. To find out more and to become part of the Grove Collective NIL program, visit thegrovecollective.com. Hotty toddy and go Rebs. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. All right, we thank David for being on the program, talking with us about Texas A&M. We're going to do some text messages and some injuries, and he made a point, too, and we kind of talking through this as to where that fan base is, right? They yeah. kind of know. They lose in Oxford. They do have states at yep. home. They have Abilene Christian, yep. but they go to Seven. Baton Rouge, and they're staring 7-5 and five in the face. Yeah, and not beating anybody in those seven wins, and it's you know, uh, who knows what's going to happen. From I don't there. know why they're complaining. That's two better than last year. Well, that's a good point. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, but it's not what A and M what they're investing I'm being, in, and I'm being sarcastic. But you know, I thought he made a good point. The biggest strength for Ole Miss is running the ball, and the biggest strength for A and M is stopping the run. That's again why one of my five thoughts were that Dart's got to be in sync. You know, they can't just go in there relying on the pass because it's going to be really tough. Then you get in, you create yourself in third and distance and passing downs and, you know, they lead the nation in sacks and it's, you know, things could get hairy. So I, I really, I hate to put it on it, but I think a lot rides with Dort. Well, don't, and don't think offensive DJ line. Durkin doesn't have his stinger out. Yep. It's offensive line, both sides. Yeah. Can they protect Max and can Ole Miss protect Jackson? I think that's, that's what we're looking at. The number one and four 
teams in the country in size. Only three separate the two. Uh, text messages brought to you by Cannon Cleary McGraw, ccmoxford.com. Uh, the first one comes in from the 903 and says, I know we have two great running backs. I understand Lane Kiffin's learned the importance of a running game, but why don't we throw the ball like we did with Corral? Learned the importance of a He's running He's been doing game? the whole time. He's always run the ball yeah. and yeah. been good at it. Um, well, uh, Jackson Dart's not Matt Corral. I mean, <laughs> that's a pretty simple answer there. I mean, Jackson's Jackson's more hot and cold to me than Matt was. And I love Jackson. He's tough. He's a competitor. He's a leader. He makes big plays. He can run the ball like Matt could. But uh, Matt Matt grew into a very, very consistent passer. And sometimes Jackson's a little off. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But Lane's always run the ball. I believe they've been in the top two in the conference every year he's been in it. Yeah, I mean, that's – but you're right. Uh, Matt was simply more consistent, you know, and that's going to come with time. I mean, Matt did not become that consistent until three or four years into the, you know, at Ole Miss. Sure, so sure. It just takes a little time. Does anyone know whatever happened to Tony Connor after his stint at Ole Miss? I do not. The only thing I remember about Tony Connor is I thought he was a sure NFL oh, player man. till Derrick Henry wrecked his knee. After that interception, which had anything to do with the plays in the back of the end zone and literally probably cost Tony 50 to $100 million, it makes me sick thinking about it. Oh, no, it was Derrick Henry. I know. Well, that's when Ole Miss intercepted the ball in the left corner of the Alabama end zone, and the guy kneeled the ball, and Derrick came in and dove at Tony's knees. Hmm. I didn't remember that. Yep. I, I thought it was on At a, Alabama. I was right there. I thought it was on a running play that he chopped him. Anyway, yeah, tore that knee up, ruined him. And the last one that I see is, do you think Ole Miss makes the playoffs if they went out and don't go to Atlanta? I do. I strongly think they do. I mean, that's 11-1. and It'd be hard to keep them out. Nobody's beating Georgia. Georgia, what, in three years? And you you beat them right here at the end of the season and went out. And, I mean, I think only one team has not made it. In the SEC, that of course that'd be us, wouldn't it? No, that was A and M, A and M at twenty, but they only played seven games. So So while while we're at it, the numbers come out tomorrow, right? They'll they'll make that list tomorrow. Tuesday night it'll come out. Where do you think Ole Miss will be? I think about where they are right now in the polls, somewhere around ten or eleven. Yeah, I do too. I mean, they they win the next two, and they're in the top five in the nation. Sure, no question, easy. And, and you got to remember, a lot of the every year, everybody thinks you know there's seven, eight undefeated teams, and and you have this conversation every year. And at the end of the year, there's one, right? So a lot of these teams will start losing. The Pac-12 teams are kind of eating each other. Hey, and what's up. Gonna, the Big Ten? What's going to happen with Michigan? Yeah, Big Ten cheating thing. I say nothing because uh, if if the NCAA didn't do anything with Cam Newton. <laughs> the year they were on their run, and it was proven that he had taken money. They're not going to do anything to Michigan over scouting. Well, I think it just comes down to how bad does Michigan want to keep Jim in the future. If they think Jim's going to leave after this year, he's sick of it. I'm sure they won't take themselves out of the playoffs. But if they want to try to, you know, save Jim as the coach there, I think they take them out of the playoffs. We'll see. Let's do the Rebel Injury Report, brought to you by Oxford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Go to their website, OxfordOrtho.com. A real short list here, man. I mean, uh, thank goodness. Sakari uh, Franklin didn't play that I saw Saturday, nope. but I don't know if it's injury or not. I mean, I, I'm just not sure. I saw Dewan Anthony hobble off, but he came back in. 
The only player I saw that limped off and I don't think he came back in was defensive tackle Akilo Stone. It looked like he had an ankle injury. Uh, I don't know his status for Saturday. But I think the Rebels are going to be remarkably healthy for Texas A&M considering we're eight games into the season. I I mean, I, I just – unless something happens strange in practice, which I don't anticipate. And Zavion Harris – well, he's, he's out with the concussion. Yeah, again. but I, he should be back. Week three. He should be back. And, you know, and, and a lot with Dart, the inconsistencies, again, I think is from this injury that he received what, back in the summer. Um, how healthy do you think he really is? Well, I, I can say this. He limps he into did, every, every post-game practice. Uh, and it's not a bad limp or anything. He's not like Chester of Gunsmoke. But, <laughs> but he's – Oh, God. <laughs> but, but he's – you know, he, he – He's he's favoring that knee. Yeah. So I don't know. I think that has a lot to do with his accuracy right now. I well, just, that's his plant leg. Yeah. You know, and, and and they say if you can't plant, sometimes passes sail high. Yeah. And and certainly he missed Hudson Wolf. Hudson Wolf uh, over through. Oh, I mean, wide open, and yeah. he's not going to miss that many times. But um, I mean, Hudson Wolf six seven. He overthrew him by five feet <laughs> for ten yards out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and if I, anybody we wanted to see catch a touchdown pass, it would have been Hudson Wolf. Oh, give him yeah. a, give him that shot. Yeah, yeah I know it, man. Gosh, absolutely. Mm. All right, so next we'll bring Harry Harrison into the conversation as we continue the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. seat at a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out in their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the library sports bar on South 11th in Oxford. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate. Roof leaks can disturb your relaxing weekend or put your business operations and assets in jeopardy. Riverland Roofing is a licensed, insured, and certified roofing contractor that offers clients quality solutions that suit their budget. As a certified GAF master contractor, Riverland can offer warranties that can last a lifetime, servicing five states, including Mississippi and Tennessee. Owned and operated by Ole Miss alumni, Riverland Roofing covers what matters most, home or business. Find out more at RiverlandLLC.com or 
call 844-901-ROOF. Make Lenora's in Oxford your go-to dinner play this season. Their daily ravioli is always amazing, and you cannot go wrong with the decadent crawfish mac and cheese. They have an excellent variety of seafood dishes, and their ribeyes and fillets are cooked to perfection every time. Have a taste of the weekend on Wine Wednesdays, too. Call for your reservation today at 662-236-1144. That's 236-1144. Located at 309 North Lamar. Great food and great vibes. It's a winning combination. Hey, cheers, and see you at Lenora's. When you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find your road. Outback Steakhouse knows steak. Even better, the grills are always hot and ready for your favorites. There's nothing better than pairing a bold steak with a bloomin' onion and one of our signature cocktails. Drop in for a great lunch or dinner anytime for awesome food and a bloomin' good time. Either way, Outback has your back. Visit their locations in Tupelo, Hattiesburg, Meridian, South Haven, Diabraville, and Floyd, Mississippi. Also serving Jackson and Cordova, Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. Are you looking for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. Ole Miss football, basketball, baseball, and more are all right here on the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. This portion of the program brought to you by Gateway Tire. They've been serving you since 1929, 54 locations, six different states. Gateway Tire goes the distance for you. At the back end of this segment, we'll get into the C Spire Connolly Trophy watch list for this week. But now we bring in our buddy Harry Harrison. What's up, man? What's going on tonight? You're Not, the man. You're the Harry, man. First thing, you know, a few weeks back, uh, was kind of going over the defensive stats. Ole Miss was 81st in defense. They've cut that down to 41 now, giving up just a little over 21 points a game. Would you have guessed that before the season started? I thought we had that. I thought we had a shot. Uh, you can see, I truly did. I went out there and uh, several several times in uh, preseason camp and. I really thought that uh, with Pete uh, Golding, I thought that uh, with the, the system we got in, I really thought, and it took a bit, but I thought Cedric Johnson would have the type year that he's now having in the month of October. He didn't have that in the month of September, but the month of October, for whatever reason, his light has come on, and I thought he would be having that type of a, of a season but based on the the, uh, the the scheme that Pete Golding was, was doing, kind of like the, you know, the kid over at Alabama. Last year, in the yeah, yeah, yep. and so and so, I think the fact that his light has come on in that defensive line, JJ Pegues, who's only been playing that position a couple of years, is getting better and better. And Jared Ivy and moved him inside, and and he's a he's a he's a matchup problem in there. Uh, I just think that uh, and he did throw in some Terry and Perkins, 
And you'll get, you know, it's probably, well, what are we alternating? Four or five different linebackers based on, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, speed or whatever we need. But I, I, I've been saying that we, we could have a really, really good year if we get that defense in the top 50. Well, you say we're at 41 now, so that's it yep. in the right direction. Harry, I think somebody that's on the defensive line that we always fail to mention is doing a pretty good job, too, is Jamon Gordon. I, I think he shows up. No yeah. doubt. No doubt, Chuck. You know, over over at Auburn, they started that second unit, and I say second unit. It's the you know we alternate those guys, so they probably wind up playing the same number of snaps in the game. But I thought Jamon Gordon's having a terrific year. I think he could be easily be on that first group that goes out there, uh, and so I have to agree with that, Chuck. So uh, in the press conference today, was it a backhanded slap at Jimbo when when Lane sits up there and? and pontificates on, on how great the talent is for Texas A&M, and yet they're 5-3? and three. I, I thought he was talking about the 1966 Green Bay Packers as well. I did, too. <laughs> so, so you got to wonder why they're 5-3, and three, huh? Well, you know, let's let's hope they're 5-4 and four after Saturday, but I, I have to agree with him. They, you know, they, they had the number one recruiting class two years ago. Now, a bunch of those guys have bailed out just for whatever reason. But they've got players, and really on the defensive side, they've got better players. I think they do offensively, although they've got some stars over there. You know, the the uh, wide receiver, uh, the kid that Evan Evan Stewart, I believe, is his name. Yeah, five star guy that uh, really is a true freshman last year. Gave us some problems out there, but he's uh, he's back and have a terrific year. You know, first string quarterback went down with a broken foot or whatever it was, and now we got Max Johnson. Who's playing pretty well, Chuck? I just don't think their offensive line is giving him a lot of protection, and which has kind of been the difference with their run game, also what I've seen. But I saw the guy that they had in there against South Carolina a little bit on Saturday. Looked like he was about one eighty, but uh, he was quick and, and fast and, uh, and had a lot of moves. So maybe he needs to be at one eighty. I'm sure he's bigger than that, but uh, he ran the ball really well. But their defense is going to be hard to handle. There's no doubt about that. They got some players on that side. There, don't forget Anaya Smith too. Now that kid can. That's right. He That's can. Right. He can motor. He's, he's five six and can motor. And uh, you get him in space, he's, he'll be like a Dexter McCluster. You'll be hard pressed to try to get him on the ground. That's for sure. Uh, and the linebacker that I was impressed with Saturday, uh, number forty five. You might can help me with his name. I want to say it was Brooks. I don't know if that's correct or not for for A and M. Very active. He was all over the field. So kind of remind me of a Perkins kid down at LSU or the Perkins kid at Ole Miss, except he was kind of he was in the middle of the formation, but very very active. We'll have to keep an eye on him for sure. And and Anas Smith there returning punts. I think he's already returned two for touchdowns this year. The punt returner there is dynamic. You know, and Ole Miss's weakness is, you know, is, is punting. Um, and especially the hang time. That's really something that's critical for Ole Miss, I think, because that can really flip a game when you get one of those punt returns. They're going to have to hold him at bay. Yeah. Well, the last few games, we've been punting out of bounds quite often. And I don't think that was the plan, but, uh, uh, 25 yards and out of bounds, that doesn't, that doesn't uh, just flip the field very often, but, uh, we did. We certainly need to tighten that up. If we don't, we've got to have keg leg in there trying it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's been something. Mm. Harry, you know, Ole Miss's strength, um, you know, through the years is running the ball and no different this year outside of that September schedule where they didn't run the ball very well. But A&M is so strong in that front seven. How do you see that matchup shaking out? 
Well, I'll tell you this much. We better bring our A game. That's for darn sure. And, you know, and we're going to continue to try to run. You, you know, we went out there last year, and uh, Quinchon had over 200 yards, and uh, our other running back had about a buck 75. <laughs> I think we put up 400 yards rushing out there last year. Now, they're, they're a year older, but so are we. So we'll see. It's going to be a heck of, heck of a war inside. And as you guys know, whoever wins the battles inside in these SEC games usually comes out on top. So it may turn out to be a turnover battle, Yancey. And uh, I think our defense is doing well in that category. I'm not sure where A&M is. But the, but their, their, their pass defense is also good, guys. If you look at the stats, I had a brief brief view at that before. I hit the, I'm actually in Jackson tonight, so I had a, had a road trip. But uh, – uh, got to watch, look at it briefly today, and their pass defense is maybe number one in the conference. So we got to we got to play our best game. We 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 played first second quarter the other night in the fourth quarter, third quarter we we uh, took it off after coming out of halftime. But it's going to be a four quarter game this weekend because November the competition gets much tougher in the next two weeks. Well, and you're you're also talking about a Texas A and M team. If they've got any pride at all, their back's against the wall. They can't afford to lose another game if they're going to have a decent season at all. No, that's true. I mean, if they go five and four, that's, uh, uh, he may lose some of those guys, you know, attitude-wise. But I'm planning on leaving Oxford with a tail tucked, Chuck. I am. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I am too. I am too. But, uh, you know, but it's, you know, I saw we were only like a three or four point, uh, favorite. So that tells you right there that, uh, somebody believes in A&M. Yeah, because uh, in in home field usually worth six or seven points to the bookies, the normally, odds makers. Yeah. Normally, yeah. Normally. Hey, you know, Dart's been playing with the banged up knee all season. Do you think that might be part of the reason for the inconsistencies from him in the passing game? That's a good question. You know, is, is uh, mechanics were a little bit off the other night, and some of those might have been throwaways. Yancey, I remember one. That, you know that they had double coverage, and I don't remember who he was throwing to. Right at our sideline, it was over in the second half. But it might could have been just a throwaway. But he hadn't been as sharp. I don't think he's been as sharp, especially. Uh, I'd say the whole all three games in in uh, October. I just didn't think he was as sharp as he was coming out of September. And I hate to categorize it by the month, but I just don't think the last three weeks that Dart was as sharp as he has been. And of course, we we lose uh, Jordan Watkins for for the game at Auburn, and that, that's certainly sure. he's basically been uh, out. Help right. any, but I tell you what, I do like I like getting the ball to Trey Harris and let him work after the catch. I, I didn't realize mm. he was going to be that good after the catch, but his yak yards have been pretty impressive. Really outstanding, and the only another thing to me. Dayton Wade just shows up in every game. A little, a little midget <laughs> that's, comes through. That's and, amazing, amazing story in it, Chuck. I'm telling, I'm telling you. you, and he's going, he's going to come up with some circus catch every game, which is amazing. But you uh, know, and the funny thing, the funny thing, Harry, like in today's notes that the sports information department handed out, they said the receiving leaders in, against Vanderbilt. And not, look, I'm not knocking the sports information department. His receiving leaders were uh, Jordan Watkins, 7 for 86, and Trey Harris, 1 for 26. Yet uh, <laughs> Dayton Wade had 9 for 120. So, well, that was so, just a typographical error, Chuck. Yeah. All that is. I, I just think that a lot of times he's he's just overlooked by everybody. Yeah, and, I, think, and, I think you're right. He's definitely been. I mean, he was a star in the two-lane game with a circus catch also the other night. But, yeah, anytime you've got nine, eight or nine catches it for 120 uh you're having a good night you're having a really good night 
Exactly. You know, pre-scoring when he came back in, the running game has been totally different. But Judkins just looks quicker, faster, more decisive, uh, running harder. Is that just me, or do you kind of see the same thing? No, I see that too, Yancey. I think he's running angry. You know, if I had, if I had to sit, put a, 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 a an adjective on, I'd say he's running angry. He just looks like all of a sudden he's shifted gears and uh, being a little more patient. You know, I think I think we're getting a few more gaps for him to run in. We do a lot of zone blocking. Sometimes that's cutbacks. Yeah. But I think the one-two punch of he and Bentley of you know, giving him giving him some time to rest, I think that one-two punch has been really good for the Rebels. But I, I think you're right. I think Judkins, you know, even if he's hit the line of scrimmage, a lot of times that doesn't work. He's going to keep going, you know, and it takes two or three to get him down. And uh, He had a terrific game you know, Saturday night. He went up scoring twice at 140. 27 or 30 yards rushing. I mean, that's, he had a good night. Yeah, and not, not only that, I, I think a little bit of motivation is they started giving the ball to Bentley more. <laughs> it could be. It could be. <laughs> That'll motivate you. <laughs> well, that's what I said. He was over there getting, those, getting that rest and going, Coach, I'm ready to get back in now. Yeah. yeah. But uh, Bentley, uh, Bentley's had a good season, as we all know, and that's a, that's a good one-two punch. You know, losing, it's a different type punch, of course, and Bentley's going to be, beat you with uh, speed and quickness, and uh, Quinshawn's just going to try to run right through you. But Bentley's been a terrific uh, year. Last year was, you know, bad bad wrist, broken wrist, whatever it was. Didn't have that much of a year, but he, he's the guy that we thought he was going to be when he transferred in here. And so run, we got two good running backs. I mean, there's some guys behind him I thought would get to play some. They hadn't snipped the field. So, uh but yeah, Saturday's going to be a war, y'all. It's eleven o'clock. I think that nods well for us. Uh, I don't know where A and M has to spend the night. If that's Memphis or Tupelo, but got to get up early to be ready to get there by nine o'clock. No doubt, Harry. Thank you, buddy. Great. Thank you, right, Harry. As always. as always. All right, man. See y'all soon. See you, you buddy. Let's talk to Seaspire Connolly Trophy awarded to the top college football player in the state at the end of the regular football season. Each week here on Rebel Yell Hotline, we present a list of the standout players from the football playing universities and colleges in the state. Uh, Ole Miss, who we were just talking about, <laughs> senior wide receiver Dayton Wade is the player of the week for the Rebels. The 170-pound slot out of Atlanta, Georgia, had nine receptions for 120 yards and a touchdown in the Rebels' 33-7 win over Vanderbilt. Wade now has 38 catches for 522 yards, three touchdowns on the season. The 7-1 and number 11-ranked Rebels face A&M in Oxford this weekend. For Mississippi State, sophomore wide receiver Gavin Thomas is our player of week. For the dogs, the 190-pound wideout out of Woodmore, Louisiana, had nine catches for 112 yards in State's 28-14 loss to Auburn Saturday. Thomas now has 21 catches for 266 yards and a touchdown on the season. The 4-4 four four Bulldogs play Kentucky at home this weekend. For Southern Miss, running back Frank Gore Jr. is the player of the week for the Eagles. Tailback out of Miami had 247 yards rushing, two touchdowns, and the Eagles 48-38 loss to App State. Gore has 681 yards rushing, six touchdowns on the season. And the 1-7 and seven Eagles play team Ole Miss sees a little bit later on UL Monroe on Saturday. Before I do Jackson State, uh, Patrick Shegog will not be the player of the week this week for Delta State because they had a bye. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> Junior quarterback Jacobian Morgan is the player of the week for Jackson State Tigers. The 6'4", 230-pound signal caller out of Canton passed for 373 yards and five touchdowns in the Jackson State's 40-14 to win over Arkansas Vine Bluff Saturday. This was only Jacobian's second career start. Jackson State is now 6-3 and three on the season and takes on Texas Southern Saturday. For Mississippi Valley State, junior defensive end Jaron Fox is our player of the week for Mississippi Valley State. The 6'3", 220-pound rush in out of Cordell, Georgia, had 12 tackles and a sack in Valley's 24-3 loss to Alcorn State Saturday. The 1-7 Devils face Bethune Saturday. And Alcorn State, it's junior linebacker Stamarian Edwards is the player of the week for the Braves. He's out of Hollandale, 11 tackles, two sacks, and a 24-3 win over Valley. Alcorn State's 5-3, and three, and they take on Southern University Saturday. Junior running back Marcus Williams is the player of the week for Mississippi College. The Donaldsonville, Louisiana native had 123 rushing yards and a touchdown in their 34-10 loss to North Greenville Saturday. Marcus has 672 rushing yards and four touchdowns on the season. Mississippi College is 3-5 and five and will face West Florida Saturday. Millsaps College sophomore defensive back Brian Shaw is our player of the week for the majors. The 5'2", 180-pound safety out of Chickasaw, Alabama, had six tackles and a pair of sacks in the majors' 63-0 loss to Trinity Saturday. The 1-8 majors face Southwest Southwestern University. Oof. Ugh. Bellhaven freshman defensive lineman uh, Shavarius Garrett is the player of the week for Bellhaven. 240-pounder out of Senatobia. Pair of sacks, two tackles, and a loss in Bellhaven's first loss of the season. Ugh. He came to Maryville in overtime. They'll play Southern Virginia. I wonder Saturday. if that's Garrett's little brother out of Senatobia. They, they me... are related for sure because I have done some of those Senatobia games in the past, and I know that there is a connection a whether they're brothers yeah. or not. I'm not real sure. What a tough way. This is the first 7-0 start in their school history and then they lose in overtime c spire has been the presenting sponsor of the trophy since the inception of 1996 and they'll continue to do this with the outstanding football student athletes mississippi we'll be giving you the full list of the candidates and things as we get a little bit closer november 28th is when they will announce at the mississippi sports hall of fame bell haven ought to be happy they're not mississippi they're not mississippi college (laughs) (laughs) who's who's gonna win it i we still have a couple weeks who do you think? I don't know. Oh, that's a good question. I think Junkins is on his way to be the first back-to-back winner. I don't know. Something tells me that for some reason. We'll finish it up next. Rebel fans, do you have real estate questions? Coldwell Banker Signature agents have the answers. Whether you're buying or selling, let the agents at Coldwell Banker Signature give you the home field advantage. Start your search now, www.oxford38655.com, or call them directly at 662-50-38655. Also, if you're thinking about a career in real estate, give Martin a call at 662-50-38655 to learn about the opportunities available. Find your home with Coldwell Banker Signature today. Never miss the game and never miss the party at the Library Sports Bar in Oxford. Grab a seat at a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out on their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the Library Sports Bar on South 11th in Oxford. 
Are you looking for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate with over 40 years of combined experience the tom smith land and homes team serving the cleveland mississippi area is committed to achieving the best results for buyers and sellers their knowledge and expertise about agricultural hunting and recreational lands is highly known and respected throughout the state with tom smith land and homes you can expect more and get more return on your real estate investment. Contact Tom Smith Land and Homes today at 662-441-2500. Looking for the right place to get your game day colors? Rebel Rags has the largest selection of Ole Miss merchandise anywhere, including football jerseys in every size and color. Come grab them while supplies last. Rebel Rags also has game day polos, sideline gear, tailgate items, and more. Famous name brands like Nike, Under Armour, Columbia, Drake, Coliseum, Champion, and Comfort Color T-shirts. Check out Rebel Rags' new entrance off Jackson Avenue with plenty of parking or shop online at rebelrags.net. Rebel Rags, owned and operated by Rebel fans for Rebel fans. Sell them, Molly. Rebel Rags, anything, everything, Ole Miss. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. To finish it all up here with the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline for today. The Ole Miss News brought to you by Van Atkins Jewelers. Van Atkins, the South's leader in the state jewelry and diamond solitaires. As Chuck says, you know she's worth it. Two Rebel defensive players collected honors from the SEC Conference office today after the win huh. over Vandy. Yeah, back-to-back weeks we've had. Who were they? Two guys. Trey Washington, co uh, defensive player of the week. And Cedric Johnson, who was a, a defensive player of the week last week, was the SEC defensive lineman of the week. Of course, Trey Washington had two interceptions, and then Johnson had a career-high seven tackles, four solos, two sacks, and uh, a couple of quarterback hurries. By the way, Cedric Johnson's now 17 career sacks. That's tied for seventh in school history with a dude named Cassius Ware. Oh, and wow. he is a half a sack behind Derek Burgess for sixth all time. Yeah. About some of those names. That's pretty yeah. good. Cut. Uh, that's not our. Yeah, yeah. That's nothing to sneeze at. And uh, and he's been getting back there and doing things uh, for the last couple of weeks. Um, SEC did not announce when Ole Miss Georgia would play. It's either two thirty on CBS, six o'clock on ESPN, or six thirty on the SEC network. They'll choose. Between Florida, LSU, Ole Miss, Georgia, Tennessee, Missouri for those three time slots. And there's men's basketball tonight as uh, they're taking on Tusculum in an exhibition game. Tip-off is at 7. Admission is free. And with that, no Rebel Yell hotline next week. Season opener against Alabama State at 7. The pregame show would start at 6.30. Yeah, but is the is the game tonight streamed? Do you know that by any chance by the ESPN app? I don't know. Um, no, it's not. There's I would no not stream. think There's so. no streaming. Oh. No, oh, no I hate that for the fans out of town. 
All right, so there we go. Let's get into it. I don't think they're going yeah, right to be too upset about tonight's game. Uh, I mean, the, there Look, is... I'm excited. I'm excited well, to I am see. Too, I... but, to, but to play who? Tus- Tusculum. Tusculum? Well, it's Tusculum. not about who you're playing. It's seeing these new guys and the guys returning and the uh, role that he has for them and all that good stuff. Might as well put me out there against Tusculum. <laughs> you, on, got a, you got a quick look at uh, the recruiting segment brought to you by the Grove Collective, Mr. Yancey? <laughs> Yeah, actually, some really some things kind of shook out this past week. Usually, things are slow on the commitment uh, front during the football season, but Ole Miss lost a commitment this week out of Bernard Cassie out of New Orleans. Decommitted to Ole Miss to LSU, the home state school, was cornerback. But then, the very uh, as soon as he decommitted, uh, Pete had one lined up and another Louisiana prospect out of Homer. Uh, he's a six-three corner named Catrivius Banks. So. A little commitment news there. Another kind of bad commitment uh, situation. Uh, their QB commit, uh, 2024 QB commit, Trevor Jackson, decommitted from Ole Miss Sunday. The 6'3", 190-pound Floridian was ranked the number 16 overall quarterback in the 24 class by all three sports composite. Uh, some good news. Uh, Ole Miss is number one uh, running back target, Kawan Lacey out of Lancaster, Texas, decommitted from Nebraska after taking a trip to Ole Miss after the for the Arkansas game. We talked about him. Really has a lot of the running style as Junkins does. I was really excited about this guy. Uh, Alabama and Florida are also heavily in the pitcher, but the tea leaves are pointing towards Oxford. Lacey is now expected to be in town this weekend after originally slated to take an official visit to the Alabama-LSU game. So that lets you know a lot if he's going to miss that game to come here to Ole Miss this weekend. Ole Miss is number one non-committed receiver target in Alabama uh, commit Caleb Odom visit Ole Miss unofficially this weekend and will return for an official visit to Ole Miss this weekend. Again, you know, that's that's not that's something to look at there when you are missing that Alabama LSU game, uh, the school you're committed to to visit Ole Miss. Um, Liberty North Missouri 2024 four star Jack uh, linebacker Deshaun Ross received an offer from Ole Miss earlier last week. And the Kansas City native will visit Ole Miss uh, the following game after the Ole Miss will take an official visit. He visits officially Alabama this weekend. So, so again, Ole Miss making a late move with a lot of these guys. As Ole Miss commits, Marquise Willis, Cam Franklin, William Eccles, Cameron Beavers were all in town this past weekend. Deion Smith, Chucky's boy out of Hines Community College, was also in town. Jacoby Hobson out of Lake Cormont was in town, as was Cortez Thomas out of Holmes County. All those guys are top 100 national prospects, so a big weekend on the recruiting front. And the good, the bad, and the ugly is sponsored by our buddies at Cannon Motors as well. Find a location near you for their selection of new and used cars. Go to Cannon Motor Company. Com. Well, the good uh, that recruiting report is over with. Uh, <laughs> for the third game in a row, the defense has held an opponent to less than 300 yards of total offense. Uh, you know, Arkansas, Auburn, and Vandy are struggling on offense, but it's still a good accomplishment to do that in the SEC. The unit has gotten better and better each week. The crowd for homecoming was very good, and the students continue to bring the heat with a packed end zone. All good so far. The bad, the second-half offensive performance left a lot to be desired, but we're going to let that little indiscretion slide for now. 33 points total is good enough, especially when Vandy could only muster seven. The ugly, I I said this earlier, I just don't know why Vanderbilt football wants to stay in the SEC. 
it's so ugly year after year after year of getting beat down in the conference, and it can't be for the money. That private school has a huge endowment and plenty of cash on hand. It just baffles me. Chucky, did you know that cargo pants went out like 10 years ago? Uh, not these. These are from Orvis. Yours are from Walmart. <laughs> corduroys, I can tell. The Wrangler. Wrangler corduroys you have on. All right, boys. We're off next week. There's basketball. We'll come back in two weeks. Howdy toddy.